South Dakota has some of the most wholesome, down-to-earth, kind people as a whole. Oh, yes. That we've met in all of our our places that we've traveled so far. It was, everybody was, um, treated you like they'd known you forever. Everybody was your friend. And I'm digging through and I'm setting, I'm like, okay, this, this got a broken snap on it and this button, this one's missing a button. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm helping and I'm putting the stuff up on the, on the bar or the counter there. And when I went to buy it, I'm like, okay, well, I put these here. They're broken. He goes, ah, just put them back up there. Somebody will buy them and they're not going to come back. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I remember that. It's like, oh my God. And then he goes, would you like some wine? And I got, that's where I got free wine. Yeah, that's right. They he gave me some free wine. wine. He goes, okay, come here, I'm going to give you a free glass of wine. I'm like, I'm not driving. Hell yeah. That was so funny. But it was every, every time they're trying to sell you this and trying to sell you that. And it was. Um, Behind me, I hear this guy go, oh, you were at Patty O'Neill's. <laughs> You ate dinner patties. And I turned around and I was like, how do you know? He goes, I remember the hat. Y'all were talking to everybody. He goes, you were just hopping around table to table, just talking to everybody, having a good time. He goes, it was great. Hello, welcome to Old Man Energy. I'm your host, Flint Anderson. And joining me as usual is my invisible co-host, Dez. We, um... Thank you for being here. If this is your first time, I hope you guys enjoy it and have a good time with us. And if you are coming back for more, well, thank you even more because we spend our time talking about modern day society, masculinity, pop culture, and our relationship and the challenges we had raising seven kids and making that transition into adulthood, helping them. Old adulthood. Old adulthood. Empty nester syndrome. That's what they call it. All right. Today, we want to talk about COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Indirectly, we want to talk about COVID. We actually want to talk about Dez's 50th birthday and the year after that. We were supposed to go to Ireland for her 50th birthday, and COVID screwed that up. We weren't able to go. Um, Travel restrictions were, her birthday's in April, travel restrictions were being lifted, but... You no guarantee. You couldn't travel internationally. Europe was still on pretty tight lockdown. And so we're trying to figure out what to do. And she um, she was adamant about not staying in Florida, not staying in Florida. And I'm sick of Florida because I was like, well, we can go to the Keys. But we've been to the Keys before and been all over the state, really, I'm trying to figure out what to do. And I was like, well, hell, why don't we go to South Dakota? We've um, never been to South Dakota, and they didn't lock down. At Just, all. No. The Christy Nome, I think, locked her state down a little less than DeSantis did here. So amazing time. I had no idea what we were getting into. Had never been to that part of the country, even though we both grew up out west. And I don't know. That's going to be the beginning of this story. Just all the different um, excitement and the different stuff that we did out there. We liked it so much that we went back the next year for her birthday again so we could do all the stuff hypothetically, that we weren't able to do the first time. We still did not get everything done. No, we went 11 days this time. Yeah, we went 11 days for the second time, stayed out there. Um, Des likes to do a lot of internet research. She's really good at that. So once we decided we were going there, um, decided we wanted to go to Rapid City. So there was um, Rapid City and I guess Sioux Falls was the other one that we could have gone to, both on separate sides of the state. So in going to Rapid City, it was fairly close to everything. Um, Rapid City sits about 45 minutes from 
Mount Rushmore, same from Deadwood. Actually, I think it's a little closer than that to Mount Rushmore, but um, and then it's about an hour from the Badlands. So look like fun, and tell us how you picked the hotel and which hotel you picked because it's cool. This is a fun story. I absolutely love older hotels. I love older buildings. I love older homes. I love everything old with history. Just love the way they feel when you walk in. Uh, there's so much just so much happened in those places so long ago and for so long that it's just, I love it. I absolutely love everything about that. And so I actually did a search for one of the oldest hotels in South Dakota and it come up. I don't know if it, if it was the only one there, but I remember that um, the Alex Johnson was on that list and I started researching it and looking at the photos and all that. And I was, I didn't even look at another hotel, not another one. And we stayed there. And the Alex Johnson is, I don't know if you, you can look it up. It's a very cool hotel. Not only a lot of history there, but just a cool hotel. It's in downtown. Um, I don't know if there's a bad view from the hotel. We, we were able to look out over some of the historic streets. Rapid City has a very historic, um, it's not even a skyline, I guess, because those old West towns, they're not really skylines. They're more like street lines. They only have two elevators. I think they have more than that now, but there was no service elevator. So Everybody went up and down in the same elevators, no matter whether you were celebrity status, whether you were a cook, whether you were room service, everybody went the same. So the Alex Johnson was, it broke ground October 3rd, 1927. It was one day prior to Mount Rushmore's construction where, when it began. I guess they would call it the first like blowjob, whatever they did. So it was one day before Mount Rushmore broke ground or construction started. So that's how old it is. So it's, it's pretty old. And then over the years, it's been different hotels. I don't know when Hilton purchased it. I, I never looked into that, but Hilton purchased it and they turned it into one of their curios. And uh, they've kept a lot. I mean, of course they had to change the rooms and accommodate for <laughs> anyways. How many, how many floors is it Flint? Um, eight or 10, 11. Is it 11 floors? Maybe. I don't remember. I all, all of these, all these facts. I thought we looked all these facts up. We did. I thought I had them all down here for you. Well, we didn't apparently. So anyway, the, one of the cool things about the hotel, there's a lot of cool things about the hotel. One of the cool things that, that we liked is there's an Irish pub in the basement. Patty's. And that's Patty O'Neill's. And it was named after the first guest. All of our Rapid City friends that are watching this, if we're getting this wrong, then please shout us a, a correction in the comments. But yeah, he was the first we're pulling, guest. We're pulling from memory. And then there is a very nice bar and restaurant at the top called the Vertex, where it's actually on the roof of the Alex Johnson. You can sit up there and overlook the city. They've got some fire pits if it's chilly up there. And just a very nice experience. We spent um, several times kind of bouncing back and forth between the two. Especially if the weather was inclement, because there was, there was, I don't remember if it was the first or the second trip out there, but there was a couple of days where it was cold. It was our second trip because it was. And it, the cold wasn't yeah. the big deal. It was the wind. wind. It, was, it was 40, 50 mile an hour and it wasn't gust. It was just solid blowing and blowing and blowing. <laughs> we watched it blow the roof off and loose off of one of the shorter buildings that our suite was overlooking. Well, I was watching out the window because we really couldn't go outside. I mean, it was blowing that hard. And the. <laughs> Is the pigeons, the pigeons would land on the roof and they would like hop. They'd be blowing backwards. They'd hop like 
I don't know, 20 feet backwards. And then they'd try to fly forwards again and land. And then they'd, it was just kept pushing them back and forth. Back. And forth. I sat there for a long time. I should have watched it, but it just, I was mesmerizing. <laughs> that was pretty funny. We, did, we didn't really leave the hotel those couple of days. And I had to work a little bit while we were out there. So it kind of, it kind of balanced out. It gave me some time to catch up on paperwork and just stuff that I needed to do via the laptop. But yeah, we, um, we stuck close to the hotel those couple of days cause it was miserable outside, just super cold. Yeah. So they kept a lot of the, um, the flooring and everything's all the same from the 1920s. Just go check out the Alex Johnson, go look at the inside. A lot of the decorations are the same. It's, it's such a cool place. And like Flint said, there was uh, two elevator shafts that went up and service elevators and, and, uh, the regular, they just had two elevators. Just two elevators. No elevator. When we went back the following year, they had, they, they were fixing to change them out. Um, and I was kind of sad because the elevator still had that, when you get down to the bottom, it had that really seductive voice that would say first floor. Oh, they did it every floor. It was hilarious. I was like, Man, second floor. Lord. Yeah, the elevator's seducing me. <laughs> but the, the lobby. Yeah, lobby. But over over the years, <laughs> some very famous people had stayed in this hotel over the years. Um, and they have a huge wall of the different people. Um, presidents, actors, actresses, really, really, really cool place. So go check that one out. And it's cheap to stay there, especially in the off season. It was cheap. I mean, what was it like? I was between seventy and a hundred dollars a night. I don't remember, but it was it, it was less than a, a suite was less than a regular hotel room usually cost us in Orlando. This is great, guys. Go it check was, it out. It was, and now granted, we were there in April, which is pretty much the off season. But the first year we got there, we got there on a Saturday. The next day was Easter Sunday. Yep. And nothing was really open, so we went to the Badlands because they were open, and it was eighty. Yeah, it was nice. I remember, it was great. We got out there and. Um, I don't know. Now we go right directly into the Badlands, but man, if you've never seen the Badlands, never you've never seen anything like that. I mean, you see pictures of it on TV and sometimes on movies and stuff like that. But when you get out there and see that in real life, it is incredible territory. Just I don't I don't even know how to describe it. How far away is the Badlands from Rapid City? I'm scratching my head because I was thinking, um, hour, hour and a half. I don't, uh, I don't think it was that far. I, I know it was at least an hour, but I don't remember. And it really depended on which entrance you went into the Badlands because one of them was 30 minutes further. Like you go into the first entrance and go out the other, the far entrance or vice versa. You can drive past through wall and then come back in that way. Why is it not pulling it up for me? I don't know. Maybe you're, maybe you're looking it up wrong. Yeah, to, to give to give some background, it took 30, 40 minutes just to straight drive through the Badlands. And you you don't have to hike. If if you're not a hiker and you just want to go drive, you can see bison, you can see prairie dogs. It was about a 30, 45 minute drive. It's a bighorn sheep. Is that what they have there? Yeah, bighorn sheep. I, they um they walk on the walls. It's crazy. The the straight up walls. It's the craziest thing. It's um it's fifty-six minutes. It is sixty-two miles from Rapid City. 62 miles. And in between that is Wall, correct? Yeah. Well, Wall kind of sits at the um, at the exit, at one of the one of the exits. There's two main entrances to the Badlands. It makes a big loop through there, and you go up and down the side of the cliffs, and you go down into the basin for a while and come back up. But Wall is a giant. The whole town's just a giant tourist trap. That's, that's, a, that's a whole other history thing there, and I didn't put that one on there. So anyway, so um, one of our – go back to the Badlands. Okay. One of the one of our things that we did there, we we went hiking. There are trails there. We did the 
Our favorite trail, and I guess it's everybody's favorite trail, is the Notch Trail. N-O-T-C-H, Notch mm-hmm. Trail. And um, it's about a mile long, I guess. What did it say? It's a moderate hike, 1.4 mile trek. Um, <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> so we get there. I've got to tell this before you talk about that trail. We get there and we got the backpack and we, we brought water with us and I'm start loading the backpack up. I'm going to just like funk, 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 put probably 10 or 12 bottles of water in the backpack. And she goes, what are you doing? This trail's only a mile and a half long. And I said, it's dry out here. It's 80. Yeah. I said, you, 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 you grew up in Kansas, but I don't know if you know, you did a lot of hiking. I grew up in New Mexico and West Texas and man, you, you get dehydrated quick. We drank all but two of those bottles of water over the course of that trail because it was so dry there and in the 80s. Yeah, it was, it was pretty great. <laughs> but she was laughing at me. She was convinced I was an idiot. So the Notch Trail, <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. The Notch Trail is great because at one point you get a, you can take this ladder. I don't know. Did the ladder have a name? I don't think so. It looks like a regular ladder from a distance when you're coming up on it. But you get up on it and it's like fence post and um, it takes you out to an over, over, Place to see over. And overlook, so you're looking down into the valley over the cliff. Yeah. And as you're coming back, you can you can go down into another, like, valley area, and you can walk out that way if you want. Or you can take the ridge back, and you can take the ladder down. And We've, if you go down into the valley, you can't see where you're going, because it's, like, in between the buttes, and they're taller than you, significantly. Yeah, it's like an old, just like where the water used to run. It's just cut out. It's and like a wash. So we decided to go back down the ladder. So I went back. I went down. And then I started filming Flint coming down. <laughs> and I, I, I have an aversion to heights. I, I had no idea. We've been together all these years and I had no idea he, this was bothering him. He was a trooper though. And he came down and he's a little sweaty. And I was like, wow, that was the slowest descent I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? Shit. And then this guy came behind <laughs> us. So then tell the story about the guy that came behind so us, the roofer. The guy goes behind us and, he walked down the line and I, when I don't, I don't mean turn around and climb down it. He had a glass in his hand and I'm pretty sure it had a drink in it. <laughs> I mean, a drink, like an alcoholic. Well, drink. I think they were from there. Cause he said, this is, they go out there all the time. Well, they, he said they went out there all the time, but he, he walked down it face first. Did, did not turn and use it like a ladder. He's walked down it. I'm like, dude, you've been here before. He goes, I'm a roofer. He goes, I do this all the time. <laughs> it was said, pretty said, impressive. That is, that is even steep. I'm like, what? It was yeah, impressive. He never, he never even sloshing the liquid out of his glass. It was just like nothing. I'm like, God, I really feel stupid. Now. Okay, never mind. I'm not afraid of heights anymore. Oh my God. There's several trails out there. We did the notch. Let's see what else. They have the door trail. We did the door trail. It looks over that same valley from a different one, but through like just a giant hole. Yeah. It, it's it's really cool. And then the window. No, no, I think the well, oh, that was the window trail. And the door, I can't remember what the door was. And then the fossil exhibit, which is uh it's a it's like a loop. It's a, but it's the it's got the walkway that they built. Mm-hmm. What am I trying to say here? The planks, the yeah, it's over it's a it's a boardwalk. Boardwalk. God, why couldn't I think of that? It's a boardwalk. And it's got all it's got um fossils from all the stuff that they found there. Mm-hmm. Such a cool place. Such a cool place. And we went back the second time. There was, we, we did some different trails in different parts of the park, walked up to some of the giant rocks that were balancing. Yeah, we have some really cool pictures we'll have to share. Hiking up, because it's, it's open, you can hike pretty much wherever you want, but they warn you, tell somebody where you're going. Yeah, I mean, just like any hike, but yeah, it's, it's easy. And everything, when you're in the middle of it, everything looks the same. Yeah. Because you can't see out, because the buttes and, and everything are so much taller than you. 
And it, that was that was a bit unnerving. But as long as you followed the well-marked path or you had a good sense of direction, it was fine. But yeah, that was, uh, we got some really interesting pictures the second time. And then driving through, you see the sheep literally just standing hundreds of feet up in the air on the sides of the little tiny ledges. You can't even see what they're. They're not even they're ledges. Just, they're like straight up. Yeah, you can't even see what they're standing on. They're they're just look like they're standing on the side of the wall and they don't fall. They go hopping around like they're just like you and I are walking. They scratch the side and I guess uh, they're like going after maybe the the grass that's growing out the side or I, I don't know what no it idea. is, but it was it's cool. amazing. You don't see a bunch of dead sheep in the bottom of the valley. <laughs> well, we didn't get close enough to see if there's any dead sheep. I don't there. know, but it didn't look like they fell. They were they were just on it. And then the prairie dogs, there was tons and tons of prairie dogs coming in. They're everywhere. I've, I've, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to eat while we're doing this. There <laughs> were tons and they're just like, I couldn't even begin to tell you how many there are. There was, well, I don't know. There's estimates somewhere online about how many, but the prairie dogs and the bison are at one particular end of the park. And I started, I called them buffalo my whole life, but apparently that's not the right terminology. They're actually bison. Are buffalo. they bison or, well, I don't even They're know. bison because they, they explained to us, the one, the one guy in Wall explained it to us. They're, the bison are, they're American bison, but the settlers started, some of them started calling them buffalo because they look like water buffalo without the horns. You so paid attention more than I did. They got, they got mis, misnomered, so to speak. So it was, they're, they're actually bison. They're huge. I thought, man, I've been around cattle before because I grew up in West Texas. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not the same. These, some of them were as big as a car. The car we were driving, we had a little. Uh, yeah, we had a little rental. A little rental, small. but. Um, and we turn that sucker in. Sorry, dirty. I'm eating. Can you tell I'm eating? <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're eating. We turn that sucker in dirty. <laughs> um, it was dusty because it anyways, wasn't raining when we were out there. Check out the Badlands. Badlands was a lot of fun. If we go, we go back. When we do, we'll go back out to the Badlands because okay. there's. Did you give them how much? What is there? How much for the? I, I don't know. I know it's not the square footage. It's like 256 it's, acres. Or it's so. 200. I wrote it down. It's okay. 242,756 acres total. Good God. And. Which is rough. It's roughly two hundred seventy nine um, square miles. So I mean, it's it's big. Yeah, it's big. And there's it's something like you'll never see. It's like another planet because you can't. It's it's like a planet, a different planet. It, it, like it looks like alien territory. It, it really does. does. It's it's pretty great. <laughs> um, but I think what else did I have on there? I think that was it. Just the trails, and then yeah. the. We'll talk about Wall a different time because that's that's more of a tourist trap. But Wall it was, was really a cool. it's a tourist trap, and it started back when they were doing the they sold the land out there, yeah. and it was a it was a stopover because there's just nothing in between, and they were it was like a, a mercantile or something back they had then. Ice water. They had, had ice water. They had ice water. So and it's just grown. It's it's a tourist trap, but it's it's lovely. It's so still, lovely. You could still get free ice water there, and you, they got the donuts there. I don't know what was a big deal about the donuts. I don't know. There's a whole history behind the donuts. They weren't. They were. They were just don't. It wasn't they're just, just regular old donuts. Like they're not crispy donut. It wasn't super. Great. They're not Krispy Kreme donuts. Krispy Kreme donut hole. But um, are you talking to the fat boy? <laughs> it's a great place. It was a Krispy Kreme. It's donut. a great place. We had a burger there. I think it was at the Wall Saloon. It's a saloon there. Yeah. Um, it was. Um, man, that sucker had. It was bison or whatever it was. It was bison. It had bacon on it. It had cream cheese. cheese. It had cheese, cheddar cheese, raspberry. Raspberry, like a raspberry was, jelly. Yeah, some kind of raspberry. Oh, so good. It, it all so sounds good. crazy together, but man, we, we split that burger and we're both full. That sucker was so big. It was really good. It was good. We went to another day, we went to Mount Rushmore. 
and learned about um, Borglum and all of his art and saw the museums and different things. The thing with Mount Rushmore is, is the, the locals will tell you, say, okay, well, once you've gone there, you're going to see it. And you're like, okay, well, that's great. And you can go through the Presidential Museum and all that stuff. But there's really not a lot extra to do there. It's breathtaking at first. Absolutely breathtaking. And it, and it really is. Even when you're driving up to it, you're like, what the? Oh, my goodness. But the one piece of advice that we did listen to, I mean, we listened to a lot of advice from the locals. That's why we become friends with them, is they said, you want to be there when the sun's coming up. So we got there. We got there. Dawn was just breaking as we're pulling in the parking lot. It was still dark in there. And it was it had snowed up in the mountains the night, the night before. So there was snow all over the ground, some ice. Got up there. We were out on the observation platform as the sun came up and lit the mountain up. It was beautiful. Oh, it was it was just a breathtaking. Highly, experience. highly recommend that. Um, the other good thing, and I don't know if this has changed, but the park was open. You can just drive into it. And we drove in. It's got a big parking garage, and then it's got the, you know, the pay tellers, the little yeah. machines. Of course, the people we are, we paid to go and. Went out there, looked. We couldn't go down. There's a presidential trail. It was full of ice, and it takes you down where you can go up underneath where the um, the statue, the carvings are. But it, it was icy. Oh yeah, we, it was. We couldn't go to it. It was closed. Yeah, what well, it was. It was so icy because it it had snowed. We didn't stay there long because I mean, it's like you're looking at it and you're like, well, this is the craziest thing ever I've ever seen. But then it's like, wow, this is this is it. <laughs> So. Yeah, we, we absolutely would have hiked the trail if it had been open. Yeah, <laughs> we'd have hiked down there to the base of the mountain and gone around. But it was they even the even the rangers were like, no, we don't even go down there right now because they were opening up while we were there talking. So. But as we're leaving, <laughs> geez, we get back in our vehicle and there's maybe six or seven of us there, and a couple park rangers and they're just now taking down the um, barriers and stuff like that and get in our vehicle and we go to drive out and we don't have to pay the. We already paid, but we don't have to give the ticket to anybody because the gates are still up. It was still all open. So if you get there before they open. Yeah, if you get there before they open, chances are you can go up there, see what you want to see, and leave. <laughs> it's not that expensive, though, but Life I thought hack. that was kind of cool, though. Life hack. Life hack. No, I don't, I, I don't know if they still do that because when we were there, they were doing a lot of construction, um, and they were adding some they added a building or they were refurbishing one of the buildings out front, but it was beautiful. Making, Highly recommend Making room visiting. for the final 51st and 52nd state flags. <laughs> You're an idiot. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was under construction when we were there. It was, it was okay. So Mount Rushmore is a, is a must see. Mm -hmm. You must go see that. And um, you can go to Custer National Park, which is on the way. We didn't go. We, we didn't we, get to go. We couldn't go to Custer either time because it wasn't open. The roads were not passable through the, through the state park. Same with Needles, which is in that same area. So we basically got up early in the morning, drove up there. Saw it. Um, and we couldn't go to Crazy Horse because the it had snowed the night before. They hadn't cleared the road yet. They said it was another couple hours before they were going to clear the road. So I think one of the rangers told us that. I don't, I don't know. I just know we couldn't go. And But then we went back to Now, mind you, this has, been, this has been years ago, so. It could be different now. Yeah, it's two or three years. No, ago. meaning our story. I can't remember the actual why we couldn't go. To, I know that it snowed, and I know some of the roads were really, really bad. I'm not quite sure if they were shut down or if it was just a caution thing. And here we were in an area that, I mean, we have both driven in snow years before. And here we are in this little two wheel front wheel drive, our two, two wheel drive car that. Yeah. yeah driving in snow would have been different in our trucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, ah. so I don't remember the stories, but we didn't go to those places because of the weather. Yeah. So we went and had an awesome breakfast with 
killer Bloody Marys. Oh my God, the Bloody South Dakota Capital Grill. I think is what I think it's the Capital Grill. South Dakota now, when it comes to like drinking, they I've never I thought Florida and their mimosas here. No, South Dakota. They believe in mimosa everything. Oh, every every restaurant, even the little breakfast restaurants <laughs> like Denny's, they had mimosas. You want all mimosas? The time. I mean, just craziness. And they don't serve them in a little fancy flute. You get in a mason jar. Yeah. Here's well, not mind. all of them, Flint, but it was it was all of them. No, it wasn't. But anyways, the, at the Capitol Grill, so we got in there. And we're like, oh yeah, hell yeah, a, uh, Bloody Mary sounds good. The bacon that they it's still hot because they keep it nice and hot. It's not like just a garnish that's kind of thrown on the side. Huge ass piece of bacon in this thing that you have to like chew like. It's, you'd think it's like beef jerky, but it's like a meal in and of itself. You could have stirred the daggum thing with the bacon. And it was nice and warm. Still. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. So Capitol Grill was really good. Um, that's in Rapid City. Yeah. We went to Deadwood a couple of times. Oh, I love Deadwood. And it, when we were there the first year, not all the stores were back open yet because it was just right at the end of COVID. So some of the stores were open. And, and then we were also dealing with the seasonal things. We were about three weeks pre-season. So not a lot of the tourist attractions, things like that, that we'd like to see were open. But they did do, um, sorry, they did do, um, it was the wine corks, forks. And kegs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, corks, forks, and kegs. And we didn't, um, we found out about it, but it was too late to get tickets. So we were like, well, what are we going to do? Well, forget it. We'll just go up there and walk around. We just won't be able to participate in the event. And we got up there, and there's a lot about Deadwood, but we'll talk about that event to start off for the first time. Well, and Deadwood is an insanely cool city. That three or four blocks that is old Deadwood looks like an old west town i mean the, some of the facades are still the same it's just it, it's incredible it's like you're stepping into a time machine but we got there and there's everybody's in a good mood and the hustle is very much alive in deadwood which we're talking about in a minute but i don't remember was it the third or fourth place that we stopped and we were like okay well we'd like we'd like a drink we'd like a beer and it, there was on the streets they were serving wine they were serving beer and it was this event was going on and the guy that was serving it to us, he goes, well, I got some extra glasses. Here you go. So for two bucks, we didn't have tickets, but we ended up with glasses to the event and were able to participate in the event the whole rest of the time. <laughs> That's one of the things we took away from South Dakota. South Dakota has some of the most wholesome, down-to-earth, kind people as a whole. Oh, yes. That we've met in all of our our places that we've traveled so far. It was Everybody was... a. Treated you like they'd known you forever. Everybody was your friend. Once they decide they like you. Well, no, I mean, of course. I mean, who doesn't like us? <laughs> I, but, I bet there's a list of people out there's there. A list. <laughs> we we make friends everywhere we go. But, um, oh, my gosh, it was just, that's one of the things about South Dakota I really liked is we didn't have a bad time with, we didn't have a uh, nothing. Nobody treated us poorly. Even the the residents that were there. Yeah. Everybody. The, the um, bartenders, shout out to Lindsay and Nicole. Lindsay and Nicole at Patty O'Neill's. Oh, my gosh, girls. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to forget some of you guys. Please don't take offense. Yeah, the, the patrons would talk. You would, you would go into these places for lunch or for dinner, and if they knew you, they'd start talking to you. Oh, I remember you guys, and we got some stories about that, too. Alex was... Uh, Alex was upstairs. At the, at the uh, vertex. vertex in the... In the Alex Johnson. Yeah. Was it is, is Alex? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And then um, in Deadwood, at the Deadwood Social Club, we were having lunch there. And that's above um, uh, Saloon Number 12. 
which is where Wild Bill Hickok was shot. Not in the same location, but the, the, the any history. dead local will tell you. The dead, the history is amazing. But anyway, it's upstairs. Little restaurant, we're sitting there, and um, we're not. Well, the, it was upscale. It was a little upscale yeah. restaurant. And we're not at the bar, but there's a group of people at the bar, and the bartender's there, and he's like, well, what do you want? And he goes, well, I don't know. Make me something fancy. Well, you, they were in the middle of the corks. Oh, yeah. Corks, it was, yeah. And so he was, they were still doing, you'd go to all these different places, mm-hmm. and you could get your drinks with your with your glass, and that was one of the places. But these drinks weren't with the glass. These guys had gotten their drinks, and they were there, and the bartender was just talking. He's like, yeah, I make this, I make that. So they did, this group said, well, make us something smoked. So then he makes all of these drinks and their shots and there's smoke bubbles on top of them and just incredibly awesome looking drinks. They was making them scotch. Okay. There was smoke. So I remember it was smoked scotch because out of the five guys that got them, four of them were sipping their scotches. <laughs> and one guy picked it up and shot it. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, well, he just wasted that. So it was busy. It was real busy because I still had the thing going on. Yeah, not so we, the not the point of the story. No, but we, we ate our lunch and we left and we walked around and we went back. Well, I told her, I'm like, okay, I want to come back up here later because I, I want to talk to that guy because I've never seen anything like that in my life. Some of the smoke bubbles had colors in them. It was cool. I don't remember that. But anyway, that was his jellyfish sign. No, they didn't. That was not the smoke. That was just the shelly. That was okay, in the some drink. Of the drink. Sorry, some of the drinks had colors. We had a little bit too much wine. I'm just kidding. I'm talking about your memory no for one. the place. No one. <laughs> that was the fakest laugh I've Where ever. Else we, we went back and it was. What was his name, Flint? Jason. Jason. Jason Ursh, a mixologist. Okay. And if you are in Deadwood, go to the Deadwood Social Club. Tell him we sent you and have that man make you a drink. Tell him what you like and. He'll make you something like you've never either seen or tasted before. You st- you better still be there, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to stay, man. So we went back down and we were like walking through the town. The town is like, it's just, it's so old and the history is just so great. And uh, they got little boutiques for the women to shop and really cool stuff. And in the back of most of the boutiques is either beer taps or wine, which is great for the guys. Oh, dude. I've never been so excited to go shopping in my life. <laughs> At your store, hey, you want to go look in here? Let's see what's here. <laughs> so there's go a bar in the back, and it's not like a little bar. There's like a legitimate bar. In yeah, the it's it's great. So you got to go there and and check out Deadwood. Deadwood has got a lot of history. It's got Mount Moriah Cemetery mm-hmm. where Moira, Moira, whatever it is, um, where Calamity Jane and all them are. Wild Bill's buried. Wild Bill, all the, them are buried, and that's a hike now because when you drive up there, you're like, it's you'll. We were in shape and we were walking up there and the, the, with the elevation and the going almost like it, it's straight up. We were like, why am I so winded? We just weren't used to the, uh, the elevation and stuff, but it's beautiful up and there. worth it. Yeah. So worth it. Even to go up into the cemetery and see the older graves and see those amazing, um, graves and the tributes and the memorials that they've got up there. It's just beautiful. And then you're looking down over the town from Mount Moira. Yeah. And you can see the skyline and the different areas. It was it was beautiful. So many great things. We couldn't even touch base. Go go check out Deadwood. And if next time we go, while we love Rapid City and the people we've met there, we're gonna spend probably a couple nights in Deadwood so we can really partake in the nightlife there. Cause it's a it's a drive back. I mean, what is it like forty minutes back 
But depending on the weather, it's 40, yeah. 45 minutes. Um, you have to go through the pass. So if there's bad weather, you go a lot slower. Yeah. So we want to we want to get there and, and be able to partake in the nightlife and and drink. And, and that way we can just stay in town. So, I mean, if you, if you don't drink, still stay in town. But, I mean, you don't want to be drinking and driving. So, And it was – did we talk about the, the, the bars in the back of each of the boutiques, but also there's a casino in each of the hotels. I mean, it, it is, it's a very unique city. It's just, it, it's, I've never been anywhere quite like that. The, um, the hustle is real. It's still real. It's just like it was in the, in the late 1800s, early 19. And they don't apologize for it at all. They try and get you to come into their establishment. And, um, we were in one place and I won't name it because it would, it would not be great, for them. but we were looking for some souvenirs. And I'm digging through and I'm setting, I'm like, okay, this, this got a broken snap on it and this button, this one's missing a button. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm helping and I'm putting the stuff up on the, on the bar or the counter there. And when I went to buy it, I'm like, okay, well, I put these here, they're broken. He goes, ah, just put them back up there. Somebody will buy them and they're not going to come back. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> like, oh my God. And then he goes, would you like some wine? And I got, that's where I got free wine. Yeah, that's right. He, he gave, gave me some free wine. wine. He goes, okay. Oh, Come here, I'm gonna give you a free glass of wine. I'm like, I'm not driving. Hell yeah. That was so funny, but it was every every time they're trying to sell you this and trying to sell you that. And it was um but it wasn't that wasn't rude. It was just and they didn't apologize for it. it was, the hustle is real. I mean, it's still hustle is yeah. real in Deadwood. It was very cool. It's very great. Cool. We could probably do an entire hour on Deadwood alone. Just we we've been back to Deadwood that. twice. So each time. Each time. Yeah. I, I love Deadwood. I would yeah. we I went so far as looking for like land up there and it's expensive but it is but there's no place i've ever been like the black hills no black hills are beautiful oh my god it's so beautiful up there and um yeah i i, I, I get lost in in memory because it's like everywhere you drive is just beautiful um if you're a if you're a beer person inside of rapid city is so many different styles of um microbreweries i know we were at the firehouse brewery which had some incredibly good brews the spearfish um, they're not in rapid city but the spearfish brewing company there's a lot of different microbreweries up there and the beers are so good and so flavorful it's not a thousand shades of ipa as florida tends to be or sours oh my god sours yeah they're they're, they each had a couple but it wasn't saturated that you had lagers and you had whip beers and box and just a, just a very nice selection if you're a beer if you're a beer drinker beer drinker and then a lot of the a lot of every place there had a very nice selection of wines mm-hmm. it was great so yeah deadwood is a a must see also yes deadwood was deadwood was fun definitely got to go to deadwood we okay. did spend some time inside rapid city we did the mm-hmm. the second time we went yep. we did because of the weather and we had already seen a lot of the stuff the first time. And then when the weather got bad, we just said, well, you know what? We're just going to stay here in rapid. And we, we did a lot of walk-in, saw a and lot more, of the breweries. More of the stuff was open the second time because yeah. it wasn't COVID anymore. So a lot of that, we went to a lot of the different restaurants in town. Was it Delmonica? What, what was what was it around the corner for, from rapid? Um, for her birthday around the corner from the Alex Johnson is a Italian place called Delmonico's. Is it Delmonico's? It's Delmonico's. And it was so good. And a typical, typical tourist. We got the, 
<laughs> we, we got dressed up to walk around the corner. <laughs> and it was cold, and we got the tomahawk. Yeah, we got the tomahawk. Oh, my God. Well, we didn't. <laughs> we were like, what's the best steak on the menu? Oh, the tomahawk's good. You know, they, they saw us. They saw us coming. But, uh, but they we- weren't lying, though. Oh, my God, that steak was good. But it was huge. They brought it on a platter and it was hanging over the edges. It looked like we were in a movie. It, and it took forever for it to cook. The guy kept coming back. He was like, I promise it's almost done, guys. It's almost, and we like, we totally understand. We totally understand. It was so big. We couldn't eat it. But, of course, then we're heading back to our hotel. Who's got, we just got this little, you know, refrigerator in there. And we remember looking at our, our little waiter and we're like, uh, do you have a dog? And he goes, I do. We were going to eat What are we going to do with that? We were going to eat hotel it. Room. And I was like, do you have a dog? He goes, I do. Why? I was like, do you want to take? I mean, there was still, it, one, it was the whole bone, of course, for a dog. <laughs> and there was probably a good 10, 12 ounces of meat still on that. Yeah, bone. that that dog isn't the only one that ate off that steak. He I looked at us. He goes, "Hell it. yeah, I'll take it." He goes, "Yeah, I'll take it. I love this steak. This is my favorite." <laughs> and they had that um, that kid there. He was still in high school. He was already a chef. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was. He was amazing. There, he was making. Um, it, it sounds silly to say he was making salads, but this this is an upscale restaurant. This kid was just dynamite flinging this and that we were talking wasn't he to doing him. desserts too and he stuff was, yeah he was he, he was prepping is what he was doing but we were talking to him and he was good at it it was entertaining to watch he was having a good time and he he said you know he goes i tried all the typical high school jobs i just didn't like them they gave me a chance here um i think he started washing dishes but he said he wanted remember. to cook but he was too young well it, one day a prep guy didn't show up he got out there Showed him what he could do because I haven't washed the dish since. He was he was pretty good, and he was the kid. The kid had what it takes to make something in life. I well, mean, the, he was just his ambition was just exuding out of him. Yeah. The um the main the main chef was talking to him because you can kind of sit around the bar at and and see them doing their prep, and then the kitchen yeah, is open. There. That's where we sat. And the he second was time. They, they were both talking to us back and forth, and he was like, "No, he can. The, this this guy can cook." He goes. <laughs> He goes, you you want me to cook your dinner? You want him to cook your dinner? It doesn't matter. You won't be able to tell the difference. At like sixteen or seventeen years old. Yeah, he was. It was. It was fun. That was. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a good experience. Now, when we're and I remember, I think it was earlier in the day. Um, never mind you. It was eighty when we got there, but her birthday was like on a Tuesday. And it snowed. The only day. And it, it snowed. started snowing <laughs> on her birthday. We're walking. She goes, "It'd be great if it snowed on my birthday." And it was. It was like snow globe snow big fat flakes and it just started sticking whenever we were walking out so it was sticking all over her coat and clothes and typical florida people we had on just kind of a thick jacket but um it was like just like we ordered it it was very cool and yes it is it's a delmonico grill delmonico. that's what it is so if you get the chance in your rapid city go check out the delmonico grill they're I thought the Delmonico Grill and then the Italian place was two different places. I think I think it's two different places. Um, I don't know. I think the Italian place is down the street from it, and that's where the kid, the one kid worked. I thought it was the same place, but well, maybe not. No, I, I think know. it's it I think it's two different places. So I'd, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll clarify it in the show notes. I'm correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I need to clarify now. What do we? So after we did all that, there was one day, this was our second trip there. We decided to drive over to Wyoming. Yeah, this is the second year. To see um, Devil's Tower. And did you know, I think it's, I think Devil's Tower is the, is it the, is it the very first, I think Wyoming, let's see, Devil's Tower, I think it's the very first national park. 
that would have made Teddy Roosevelt dedicating it? It, it was. Uh, I'm almost positive it was the very first one. So I don't. I don't have it on here. Oh. So I want to look that up, but. Um, so we drove to Devil's Tower, and it's a it's a good haul. It's a couple hours. No, it's like four hours. Four hours. It's couple, worth the drive. It's a couple hours. Anyways, we get there, and we're like winding around in this flat, and you know, every once in a while, you go down through this, you know, the between the mountains, and you come back up. And we're looking, and I'm I'm looking off into the uh, in front of us, and I was like, "Holy crap, Flint! Look at that!" And it was the tower, and it was it was small. But it was big. I cannot even explain it to you because I, you can tell that it's like, I don't even know how many miles away until you can see it. I mean, yeah. sure, that, sure, you can look that up. And if you come at it, you can come at it from two different directions, obviously. You can go around through Rushmore. And, and you're right. It was four hours if you went around through Rushmore. It was an hour and a half, two hours the way we went. You can see it from miles and miles away, like 20 miles away. It, but it's, it, and I, I can't even explain it. It's so small, but yet so big well it looks big from a long ways away you just get closer and it keeps getting bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger and bigger and, bigger. and native americans called it the bear lodge the bear lodge because they the the story something about the story the the bear was the the columns that are the basalt columns so i don't think they're salt the whatever uh, the basalt the oh, basalt the the ridges in it was was from a bear the bear's claws that was one of the legends um they have a little uh place there that you can go and Walk through all the uh, the uh, Native American legends and the history, and such a cool place. But I'm trying to think. Um, what is it? It's uh, one thousand two hundred and sixty-seven feet tall. Feet tall. Yeah, it it is huge, and you got a trail that you can walk around, and go up to it, and uh, people climb it every year. I mean, a lot of climbers go out there. And the one thing I learned with our travels. All the national parks, there's, uh, you know, every place has the souvenirs and they have the cups. Mm-hmm. I don't, who was it that, that they, they, somebody does the clay and makes the cups for the national parks. Hey, you looked that up. I don't remember. I can't remember who it was, but all the parks have their own dedicated cups for it. And I got one from the Badlands and I got one from Devil's Tower yeah. And I didn't want to put them in my suitcase on the way back, so I put them in my backpack, and my backpack fell off the back of the door in the airport and busted one of them. I was so sad. Oh, yeah. And you can't order them. No, you can't order them. And it's like they send them, and if you get one, you get one. And I think it was the Badlands one that broke, wasn't it? No, I have the Badlands one, I believe. I don't know. It's one of them. I don't even know. I can't, I can't remember. But So that's a, that's a cool little fun fact that all the national parks have those cups that you can get that are certain company makes them for them. The Italian place is Sabatino's. Sa- that's it. See, I told you. I'm so I was wrong. I'm again. So Sabatino. And it's phenomenal food, guys. I mean, oh, it was, was I love Italian. And I'm not Italian, but I love Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I love Italian. Every once in a while, I look at Flynn, and he does not like pastas. So I was like, can we go get some Italian? It's maybe, I'm, I've, I've been lucky this time. I've, we've went to the Italian restaurant here in Orange Park uh, twice in the last month. I've been, I guess, good. <laughs> You're making, you're you're making Nicole our producer hungry. She likes Italian food. Oh my gosh! It was. <laughs> She's also the one proving Des right in the background. By the way, <laughs> girl power. <laughs> I feel like they're ganging up on you. It's not fair. So, anyways, um, back on track. So, uh, Wyoming was fun, and uh, again, we were there on it. Was it a Sunday? Because everything was closed. Which time? When we went to see Devil's Tower, we only been to Devil's Tower one time. 
Yeah, I think it was a Sunday. I think it was. Because nothing was open and that little store around the corner. The restaurant was closed. The restaurant. Oh, my God. They We could have got ice cream or just snacks. Oh, and the... <laughs> so we bought fudge. <laughs> we bought fudge. <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> we don't even We don't even like sugar. But I was like, we're getting fudge. I was like, what? What? It, it made it back to Florida. Yeah, because we had like two bites and we're in a damn sugar coma driving back. Oh, God, it was great. It was great, guys. Beautiful area, beautiful area. And and then, of course, everybody there was just as nice as can be again in Wyoming. Yep. That was, um, we got lots of, the clerk at the store told us, they said, well, there's there's a place over across the way that had some yellow lines paint on it. They were, they were photograph places where if you had certain kind of cameras you could go and stand and zoom in it was like perfect unobstructed view she goes they normally they, they've got booths set up where you gotta wait in line for that kind of stuff she goes but it's off season you just go stand over there if you do this you'll get you'll get a perfect picture i don't remember so that we didn't um that might have been why you were selecting your fudge and i was standing up there talking to her maybe i think you're talking smack no, i don't know no there was um i don't remember but it's, yeah it's a, it's a, so we couldn't eat until we got back. So it was like four or five hours. Yeah, there, but it was There's nothing fine. in between Rapid City. Well, depending on which way you go, there's just nothing in between. Even just a couple of small towns, everything's closed. Yeah. So there's a, there is a little restaurant across the street from the Alex Johnson. It's on the corner there. It's the one that has the mimosas. and. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the oh, What is the name? You know what? We're so bad. We didn't even look these up. Anyways, they have a night that you can go in and it's certain hours and it's... What is that? Um, what do they call that, Flint? The uh, indecision dinner. Indecision dinner, and you can you can pick however many entrees or whatever it was. You like, pay by you pay by course. You can have a five course meal. Oh, that's a right. Six, seven course meal, or an eight course meal, or whatever it was for that night. And we were like, and we were looking thinking courses, and we're thinking, okay, from the south, they're going to bring us platters of food. So I think we we took the 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 last the the smallest one, which was fine. And uh, the chef makes your meals, whatever he feels for that evening. And that's what you eat. You don't get to pick and you don't know what you're eating. You don't know what you're going to eat. bring it to you. And you don't get to pick it. And that, I can't stand liver. As a kid, my dad used to eat liver all the time. I just can't stand the texture. It just, ugh. (laughs) So one of the things that we got was, was foie gras. Is that how you say it? Foie gras. Foie gras. And it's duck liver. And let me tell you what, guys, I will tear that up every single time. It's <laughs> I'm t- I I was eating it. I was like, what is this? And the guy goes, it's foie gras. And I was like, what is that? He goes, duck liver. And I just kind of looked at him. I do want some duck liver. Like, oh okay. But it was, oh, oh, my God, that was the best. That was the best meal. And we ended up sitting by this guy who is the one that told us to get the meal. The oh, decision yeah. dinner. He was there earlier. And he travels the world. He had his own bottle of wine there. He travels the world. He is a... What is he? Who does he write for, Flint? He was a writer for a couple of magazines. He had his own blog. I still, if I can find the link to it, we'll we'll post it up. I don't remember right off the top of my head. He was the most kind man. I mean, just explaining everything. He he goes there. He brings his friends there. His I think he brought his mother there a few times. He was not from the area, but been there enough where he knew everything about the place. Because that was one of the things he does. He writes about stuff like that. And he ended up sharing his bottle of wine with us. And it was a nice, expensive bottle of wine because yeah, um, you can bring your own wine there if you want. So he brought his own wine. And um, we just sat there for probably a good hour and a half and just just spoke with this man. Very intelligent, very intelligent man. 
It's Tally's Silver Spoon. Okay, Silver Spoon. And in the morning, if you go and you want to do breakfast and or lunch, um, they have this huge, huge round table in the back. And they, it's called the... Um, it's a continental seating or... I don't remember what it's called. It's like the it's like a group it's a community setting. table. Community table, something like that. And they said, well, do you want to sit? Well, I think it is a community table. You want to sit at the community table? And we're like, well, what is it? And they said, just, we just, everybody sits around a round table and if you want to talk, you can talk. If not, I was like, hell yeah, put us at the community table. And after we'd sat at the one time, we sat there every time. It became the highlight of the of breakfast, that's for sure. Every place should do that. Every, I mean, I think they had sat, what did it seat, like 12 people in the back, 10 or 12 people? Something like that, yeah. You didn't know who you were going to sit with and when they were going to get up and another couple would kind of come in or a single person. And you just, everybody just talked and had breakfast or lunch. It was, it was a great little place. And good food. Oh, yeah, it was good, really good solid food. food. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say it was expensive, but I don't remember how many mimosas I drank, so. It was not, it was not, it was not expensive, <laughs> but it's really good. It I mean, wasn't. I guess that's subjective, what do you think, ex- but it's, it's not, it's not. No, it wasn't, it wasn't. And they were, um, they were open all the time. I mean, they, I know they closed in the evening, but yeah. there was no, whenever you got up or they were up early, it didn't matter. We ate everything on the menu at Patty's. We ate most everything on the menu at Vertex and Vertex has a charcuterie board that it did. It filled half the freaking table. That's one of the best things on there. Oh, my God. If you're just drinking and just snacking and talking and meeting people, get that charcuterie board, just sit there, because you're going to take half of it back to your room. We ate on that thing for three days. (laughs) It was, yeah, it was great. That was was definitely a good value. And then I think the first night we were there, and we'd been traveling all day, we got there, and we had their bison burger there. And that sucker, I swear it was that thick. Yeah, we sat out there. Yeah. We sat out on the outside patio by the um, the burners, the fire mm-hmm. burners, and we ended up talking to a bunch of people out there. A bunch of locals. A bunch of locals. Okay, okay before we leave, I got to tell this story. So the, the second time we were there, the last night, we had been to Deadwood earlier in the day, and I had ended up buying me a really nice cowboy hat. <laughs> It was American red, white, flag, had red white, and blue band on it. It was beautiful. I loved it. And um, so we got back. Was it, I don't even know if it was the first or second time we went. But anyways, it would, I bought it at Deadwood, and we came back. It was, <laughs> this is the last night we're there. This is the last night we're there. And we came back, and we're, like, partying at Patty's, going up to Vertex. Because if you stay on site, you can go back and forth to the two. If you are a local, then you buy a... It's like a monthly thing, and you can go up and down and yeah, go to the Vertex. Vertex is a membership club. Membership club. So, anyways, we're going back and forth, back and forth, and we're up, we're up top at one of our points, and we meet um, a bunch of people sitting outside and got to talking to them, partying with them, and we all were going back and forth to the to the back and forth to the bars. They were TSA from the local airport security. <laughs> Security from the airport. There was a pilot we were partying with because he was a uh, uh, gnome was in town for a fundraiser and he was, he had brought a, uh, he was a pilot for one of the ranchers that come over from Montana or something. So he was staying in the hotel where they did their stuff. So we partied with this pilot, just such fun people. And we partied really hard into the night knowing we were leaving the next day. So we get up the next morning, we get all checked out. We get to the hotel, we get to the uh, airport. Tell about the dilemma while we were packing. I don't, what was the dilemma? She's like, what am I going to do with this hat? Oh, God. Because we were full. I mean, we, we brought an extra bag to bring souvenirs and stuff. And we shipped some stuff home, too. But it was full. I mean, we didn't, I'm like, you're going to have to wear it. He says, unless you want it ruined, you're going to have to wear it. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm wearing my cowboy hat. 
So we leave that morning. <laughs> and this thing is obnoxious. It is not obnoxious. Go, it's great. It. No, it's great. So anyways, um, we, uh, we leave and we get to the airport and the people we had partied with the night before that was with TSA and security, they were so hungover. The ones that showed up to work. The ones that showed up to work. <laughs> and we're walking through and we're just like side-eyeing them. They're side-eyeing. It was great, guys. It was the best. And this is a really small regional airport. So we get through security and we get into the terminal. The one security guard's like, I'm surprised you all made it. <laughs> <laughs> we get out. Do we get to the terminal and there's a little bar area? I mean, I'm telling you, it's a really small regional airport. Oh, and she, we, did, she did not want to have a drink. She's like, oh, God. So we get there, we sit down at the bar and Flint goes, I'm getting something to drink. And I'm like, nope, I didn't get anything to drink. No. He goes, you want something? I was like, absolutely not. I was so hungover. And here I am wearing this damn cowboy hat. And I sat there and I looked at Flint and I was like, I don't even know what we ate for dinner last night. Or where. Or where. And I, behind me, I hear this guy go, oh, you were at Patty (laughs) O'Neill's. You ate dinner patties. And I turned around and I was like, how do you know? He goes, I remember the hat. Y'all were talking to everybody. He goes, you were just hopping around table to table, just talking to everybody, having a good time. He goes, it was great. He was laughing at us. He said, at one point you sat down, there was like six of you. You sat down at a table with another couple. Well, of course we did. Picked them up. They joined your group and went upstairs. It was great, guys. I mean, it's it's so much fun there. But he bought Flynn a drink, a couple of drinks. I don't yeah. even know if he was on our flight out because I was really, and here I am with this damn cowboy hat. We sat there for an hour or two talking to him because we didn't, we were there way early. Yeah, we were, well, of course, because that's a prerequisite for me. But so, yeah, that was the <laughs> night we were leaving. It was great. Oh, you were at Patty's. <laughs> you ate dinner at Patty O'Neill's. I you had that fish, hat. You had fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> y'all were fun that was that was that was cool so that was um that was a combination of our two adventures in south dakota why do you still pause down there were more well we're not we don't need any more co-hosts in here We've we got, got two cats more. running around here guys so we um man if we can remember some more stories we'll throw them up on here as a bonus episode <laughs> i think we've got some so Listen, we love you guys. Look for some more cool content coming up. We're going to be recording some some fun stuff here over the next couple of days. So love y'all. Thank you for joining us. Make sure that you hit the like and subscribe button for more. Share us with people. And if you want to hear some more ridiculous about what is our life, then give us a follow. Follow us on the other social medias. We put exclusive content on each platform. So love y'all. Peace.